Praise the Lord. Welcome to our Hebrews Bible study. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson here in my office at Crossway Church in Queen City, Texas. Glad you can be a part of this Bible study whenever it is that you are watching us. Grab your Bibles, get ready to follow along with us and, and just believe the Lord for uh, either the milk you need today if you're a baby Christian or if you are a maturing and a growing beyond the milk Christian on the meat, get ready today because God, I believe, is going to impart that which is needed into our lives. He's that faithful. If we, if we we position ourselves in, in, in the places he's told us we should walk and study of his word and prayer and, and being planted in a local church. He will bless us with the things that come with obedience to what he has called us to be and to do and where he's called us to walk and to position ourselves. So praise God for these Bible studies. Before we get into the lesson today, though, I just want to say how grateful I am to all of those in the Lima, Ohio region. For some came from, uh, you know, an hour, hour and a half away from Lima, and uh, we had great services uh, Saturday and uh, yesterday morning at Pastor Joe Compton's church there in Lima. We had another great service, and those meetings that took place at 10 and 5 on Saturday at the Hampton Inn were just a great time in the Lord again, just as uh, yesterday morning was Pastor Joe's church, and people came from everywhere, people of the cross, people the Lord has been able to bring back to faith and grace, and that is such a wonderful, wonderful atmosphere with the presence of God being there like it is because of like precious faith, those coming together, some never having met each other before, just a name on social media. And those meetings are very special when we can meet each other and fellowship in the Lord in this great truth of the cross. And we just had a great time and uh, we feel the Lord leading us to go back and to do that again in March. But I just wanted to uh, say this morning that if you have a group of people in your uh, area, your region, that would like to have something like that, we had great music. The Peace family came with us. And it was just a phenomenal time in the Lord this weekend there. If you'd like to have something like that in your area, you just contact us and we'll work on a date and see what the Lord will do. And we just praise God for those opportunities for this great truth of the cross, this great uh, really uh, illumination of Christ in the scriptures as we look at all of God's words through what he did for us at Calvary. And I'm telling you, there is a move of God taking place. It's, it's not like we had it planned. It's not like we had it pictured. We're now learning that the move of God, if you want to see what it looks like, look to the cross. There you'll see it. A, a group of uh, God's people here and there all over the earth gathering together in the name of Jesus through faith in the blood of Jesus coming together in that like precious faith. And you will be, you will be amazed at what God will be able to do when you gather in, 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 a, in a place where the people's Faith is there together, united, and there's not 
uh, competition and striving for this or that. It's just striving together for the faith of the gospel. Hallelujah. Good stuff. So praise the Lord. If you missed the meetings in Lima, again, stay tuned. We'll post uh, uh, when we're coming back in March, but we plan on that, and we, we, we just praise God for what he's doing in those regions, and, uh, and, and, and hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Amen? Amen. Hebrews chapter 1, this is part 8 here on the 18th day of January 2021. Brand new year and just a, a brand new day today with God's mercies. Brand new today. We're still new as we were when God created us anew in Christ Jesus. And there's nothing getting old but the outward man in this old world that, that Isaiah said is not even going to be remembered or come into our minds again. Isaiah 65, 17, that's really been in my spirit a lot lately. We're moving on to the better things for God's people. Hallelujah. Anyway, here we are, Hebrews 1 and verse 5. And, and, and again, in this study of Hebrews, the, the overall emphasis of the entirety of the letter is the supremacy of Jesus Christ over the angels, over Moses, over everything that was before him that pointed to him. He reigns above all. His name is above all names. He, he is above all, before all. Hallelujah. He, 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 the, the whole book of Hebrews is about the supremacy of Jesus Christ over everything. And as we look here in verse 5, the Bible says, For unto which of the angels did he say at any time, You're my son? And that's one of those questions with a statement. None. God never told any of his angels, You're my son. And so he says, This day, let's, let's go back and start over. For unto which of the angels did he say at any time, You are my son? This day have I begotten thee, and again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And God is saying here, he, he never said that to any angels. And Jesus, Jesus is not an angel, <coughs> as some teach. He is God the Son. The Son of God. Hallelujah. You never Listen, you might as well turn those off. I don't care if it's your mama, grandmama, daddy, grand. I don't care who it is, best friend, if they're trying to tell you that Jesus and Lucifer are brothers, that's an impossibility according to the Word of God because Jesus is creator of all things. That's the living Word that John wrote to us in John 1, 1 and 2. And in the 14th verse of that first chapter of John tells us that the Word that created all things became flesh and dwelt among us. That Word is God, the Son. Hallelujah. And I'm glad to be a Bible believer today. You can keep your books and your pamphlets and everything the devil's passing out. I've got a Bible. Hallelujah. I'm going to hang on to my Bible in these last few moments of this vapor that God calls the times of the Gentiles. I'm going to hang on to the Word of God and not, not receive any other thing that's called a Word of God. I'm going to hang on to my Bible and that's all I need and I'm not open to anything else and you better not be because when you're open to anything else other than the Bible or even you're being taught the Bible out of its context, we're going to be in big trouble, my friend, big trouble. But angels are spirits. We'll read that in just a minute. And Jesus is the Son of God. 
And the Bible proclaims Jesus as the last Adam and says he's not like the first Adam who's a living soul, but he is the last Adam, a life-giving spirit. Yes, the Bible calls Jesus a life-giving spirit. Well, uh, what does that mean? It means the Bible also says God is a spirit. There's, a, there's another confirmation that Jesus is God. Hallelujah. Angels were not created in God's image. We, men, were created in God's image. Hallelujah. And Jesus was on this earth as God the Son, but many times declared himself as the Son of Man because he had to come. His mission was to identify himself with men to be able to pay the price for the sin of men. And that's what he did. He was not an angel. He created angels. He was not a, a Lucifer's brother who Lucifer is an angel, a created being. And Jesus is not a created being. He is God the Son that in a particular time, the book of Galatians says, God gave his Son. Let's, let, let's just turn over there. We've got time, don't we? Yeah, we've got all the time in the world if we can find it here. In the fullness of time, Galatians 4, 4, but when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his Son, made of a woman, that means born of the Virgin Mary, made under law. In the fullness of time, and I, and I just can't get beyond this. In the fullness of time, in that time, about Little over, little over 2,000 years ago, I mean a hair, what we call in the south here a smidgen, little over 2,000 years ago, that in the full, God called that the fullness of time, God sent forth his son. You and I are right here in the times, the time of the Gentiles, which is that phase in, in God's plan among men, that God, because Israel rejected his son, God rejected them, cut them off, Romans 11 says, and now has called this period of time the time of the Gentiles. And this time is about to end. And we need to make sure that we are living the gospel, declaring the gospel, and, 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 and just doing all that we can in prayer and expression of Christ and declaration of Christ, seeing a harvest come in, seeing a church come back to the place where the light shines, the light of Christ shines in and through them in the expression of Christ. Amen. So here in Hebrews, he's letting us know that he didn't call any of his angels his son. Now under the old covenant, uh, you can see that the angels are referred to as sons of God, but just offspring of God. The the not no, that's not a good word. Just they're creations of God. The Bible is plain that angels are creation of God. He created all the angels, but the Son of God was not a creation of God. Now, 
There are sects, cults in the world that say Jesus was created, but he's not created. He's creator. God, by his Son, created all things. John 1, 1 and 2 tells us that. And Hebrews chapter 1, we just read it and studied it here recently, that God, by his Son, speaks to us in these last days. Not by an angel. Not by someone created. Jesus is not created. He is creator. And we need to know that's what the Bible teaches. But he didn't call any of the angels his son. He says, For unto which of the angels said he at any time, You're my son, this day have I begotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And verse 6 says, And again when he brings in the first begotten, and that means the firstborn. And that means the firstborn of the new creation. See, Jesus had to leave, lead the way as he is the way into God's new creation. And this is where Isaiah said, and I quoted it earlier in Isaiah 65 verse 17, that the old earth and the old heavens, that which we know now, will pass away. And he creates, God creates a new heaven and a new earth and the former will not be remembered nor will it come into mind. And Jesus is the firstborn of that new kingdom. He is the way in. He, he is the door. He, he is the, the, the way, the new and living way. Hebrews chapter 10, I believe it's verse 20, calls him that he is the one who's entered into the veil of God's new creation for us first. He entered in. He is the way of everlasting and abundant life. And the way he entered in is through his own sacrificial work at Calvary, no other way. That's the way he entered in. That's the only way we enter in through him. Following Christ means taking up our cross, denying ourselves of anything else we would trust in, trusting in his work at Calvary. That is taking up our cross to be able to follow him, not just to heaven when we die, but into the experience each day of expressing him, his victory at Calvary, the fruit of his cross, the fruit of his spirit, the fruits of his righteousness. Hallelujah. We follow him daily. If you're not following him here daily, how do you think you're going to follow him home? Oh, somebody needs to say amen. If I'm not following Christ now, what makes me think I'm going to follow him home? We need to get real and we need to avoid many things that we're hearing that's not true, that can't be verified from the Word of God. If you're not following Christ now, what makes you think you're going to follow Him home? Come on now. Watch this. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, You're my son, this day have I begotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And let's go back in the book of Psalms and see where this is being pulled from because that's exactly what's happening here. The Holy Spirit is reaching back from what has already been spoken by Him and written by Him through men. In Psalms chapter 2 verse 6, Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill in Zion, God says. I will declare the decree. The Lord has said unto me, 
You are my son. This day have I begotten thee. And that speaks of the day that Jesus was given by God, conceived by the Holy Spirit who is God through the Virgin Mary, not the reproduction of men. God God forbid we believe that Jesus just took, the birth of Jesus took place through the natural reproduction system of men. If you believe that, you can't be saved. Because if Jesus came about through the natural, regular reproduction uh, way of men and women having children, that means he was born with a sin nature. He was guilty. He was, that he, it means that he was not without sin. But my, Je- oh, I said, my Jesus was not born in sin, never committed a sin, lived a sinless life to become my sin-bearing offering. Hallelujah. And how much of my sin did he bear? Oh, he bore all my sin. He washed all my sin away. I don't have to worry about one sin keeping me bound. Jesus shed his precious blood and washed all my sin away. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Jesus did that. And he said, now this is a a, a psalm and a prophetic declaration. You remember in Luke chapter 24, verses 44 through 46, maybe 47 there, when the two disciples uh, that had walked with Jesus uh, were walking along with their lip hanging out, staggering all over their lip and, and just uh, miserable because they had, their attitude was and their mindset was, well, we thought he was the one. And there Jesus shows up, resurrected from the dead, walking with them. And the Bible says that he ends up telling them the law and the prophets and the Psalms are concerned me. And then he tells them this profound statement that I used to say a lot. I need to get back to saying it again. That he opened the eyes of their understanding of the scriptures and said. So what, he, what he's about to say is what illuminated the scriptures in their hearts and gave them the understanding of what the scriptures are all about. And this is what he said. The son of man must suffer and die <laughs> and be raised Again, on the third day. Now, it, it, takes, it takes faith in, not used to, now faith in, faith again today in what Jesus did, who he is and what he did at Calvary for the scriptures to be illuminated in our hearts. Hallelujah. And I'm not talking about just because you're saved. Lots of saved people don't have a clue what they're reading. I'm talking about if you'll come back to exclusive faith in the cross of Christ. That's what you're trusting in. The Holy Spirit then will begin to show you the Word of God that you can only see and understand through faith. It's in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, I will in Psalms uh, uh, 2 and, or actually, yeah, Psalms 2 and 7, I will declare the decree. The Lord has said unto me, you are my son. This day have I begotten thee. Ask of me and I shall give you the heathen for thine inheritance and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. That's prophetic of Jesus. And Jesus said it was in Luke 24 there that the law, the prophets, and the Psalms, Psalms, they were concerning him. 
Praise God. I'm glad to know that today. I'm glad when I look back at the old covenant, I'm looking at a portrait that God was painting of His Son and the great redemption plan of His Son. Oh, glory. I'm glad that when I look back to Genesis all the way through Malachi, I see a portrait God is painting bigger and bigger and bigger and brighter all the way to Calvary. God was brush-stroking through the prophets, the law, and the Psalms, a picture He was painting for all to see of His Son Jesus Christ. His love through His Son for all of humanity could be saved and delivered from their sins and find the grace and mercy each day of their lives. And when Jesus hang on the cross... He declared that portrait was finished. Here is the full portrait. Hallelujah. Here's where you see the fullness of God's love, the fullness of God's power, mercy, and grace. Jesus said, it is finished. Behold the blood. Hallelujah. Behold the blood of the covenant the Lord has made with you concerning all. All these words, that's what Moses declared in Exodus 24 verse 8. He did not say, behold all the words of the covenant. He said, behold the blood of the covenant the Lord has made with you concerning all these words. So if you'll come back to the cross, never leave it. Look through the blood of Jesus, that which gave you the eyes to see that you have spiritually then God the Holy Spirit will begin to show you Jesus on every page of your Bible. He said the scriptures were about him, did he not? The volume of the book was written of Jesus Christ. And that's really, I hope that's where you're moving. I hope that Jesus is becoming more to you, that your love is becoming more for him, your trust is becoming more in him, and that you're seeing, you're seeing just what God had on his mind for you when you look to Calvary. Hallelujah. Praise God. And again, verse 6, Hebrews 1, when he brings in the first begotten into the world, he said, and let all the, angel, let all the angels of God worship him. And, and, and he, he brought him in. He had always existed for he is not a created being. He is God the Son. He is God the Son. And we need to remember that. And, and Israel, and I like this again, referring back to the old covenant writings that, by the way, the Holy Spirit in the new covenant writings tell us that we can find hope and comfort from the Scriptures. Yeah, and they're all about Jesus. So why would we push them aside and not look at them? We've done that as a church for centuries because we've not understood that they were all about the cross. All of it pointed to the cross. They were all written in type and shadow, even experienced by the people of God under the old covenant in type and shadow that pointed to the one who declared himself to be the light, who is the light of God's word, and today when we look back to the old covenant writings, we don't we, we see that they were then type in shadow, but they are to us today who are walking in the light with the one who is the light, hallelujah. Even that light of Christ shines into our hearts from the old covenant scriptures, hallelujah. So all of God's word becomes a lamp to our feet and a light to our path in the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have to remember that. The Word of God 
became flesh and, and dwelt among us. Hallelujah. And, and he came for the purpose of redeeming us so that we could be a redeemed people rejoicing in our redemption. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So watch this as we look back again in Exodus and see what God told Moses to say unto Pharaoh. Watch this. Concerning his firstborn. Because here we'll see God referring to Israel as his firstborn because Israel, all of Israel, pointed to Christ. Everything about Israel pointed to Christ. God raised Israel up through the loins of Abraham to point to Christ. So let's get that. And we'll see here in Exodus chapter 4, verse 22, he's talking to Moses and he said, You shall say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. You see that? And when you study this out, you will see that's why it all resulted in it ended there in Egypt. It, it, it ended in total defeat and destruction for Egypt and total deliverance for Israel when it all came down to that firstborn. Pharaoh said, I'm not letting anybody's people go. I don't trust in no God. I am God. I, I know, you know, he wouldn't submit himself to God, Jehovah. And listen, and, he, and Moses tells Pharaoh, thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son. Now, he, this is type and shadow of the one who would be literally God's son being begotten, becoming the firstborn of the new creation when he was born through the Virgin Mary. But remember, this is type and shadow, but God is using Israel to point to his firstborn. He says, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. And do you know that every name of every tribe that came through the, the, the grandson of Abraham, Jacob, who, whose name was changed to Israel because he is, the, he is actually the father of the 12 patriarchs. And so I want to read to you this morning the, the names of all 12 sons of Jacob because God refers to Israel as his firstborn, which refers to Jesus Christ being manifest as his only begotten and his true firstborn. Hallelujah. So watch this. All of Israel's 12 tribes, which were Jacob's 12 sons, had names that represented Christ and his mission at Calvary. Every name of all 12 tribes represented God's Firstborn represented Christ. <laughs> and every name given to every son of Jacob, all 12 tribes point to Christ, symbolic of Christ and his redemption work. So watch this. Reuben means behold a son is born to us. Simeon, one who hears. Levi, attached. Judah, praise the Lord. Dan, he judged. Naphtali, my struggle. Gad, good fortune. Asher, happiness. Issachar, reward. Zebulun, honor. Joseph, add to my family. And Benjamin, son of righteousness. Now watch this. This is what the collection of their names say. Now think about it. 
And, and don't forget here now, this is very important. Grab a hold of this. Israel, God refers to under the Old Covenant as His first, His, his son, His, his, his firstborn, symbolic of Jesus. Watch this now. And all these names put together in order mean this. Behold, a son is born unto us, one who hears us and became attached unto us. Praise the Lord. <laughs> he judged our struggle and brought us good fortune, happiness, reward, honor. He added us to his family and called us the sons of righteousness. Now, if that won't make you get up and run around the house shouting hallelujah, there ain't nothing going to do it. Uh, God is revealing in these last few moments the increase of the knowledge of His Son Jesus Christ as He said He would through the prophet Daniel. In the last days, knowledge will increase. Folk will be running to and fro everywhere, but there's going to be those that grab a hold of the right knowledge that's increasing. Knowledge of everything is increasing. The knowledge of evil and darkness and technology is all increasing. Everything's increasing. Wickedness is increasing, but also God is pouring out in these last few moments, hallelujah, the knowledge of His Son. Glory be to God like never before through this great plan of redemption. God is bringing His people back to the place where they can see what was once type and shadow to them now he makes it light for our path. Glory be to God. Jesus being that very light, the one we follow by denying ourselves daily, taking up our cross and following Him. Verse 7, And of the angels, He says, who makes His angels spirits and His ministers a flame of fire. But unto the Son, He says, Thy throne, O God. Look at this. God the Father calls God the Son, God. Do you see that in your Bible? But unto the Son, He says, Thy throne, O God is forever and ever a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Glory be to God. Jesus, our righteous Savior, has a righteous people and all of His judgments and all of His warring is done in righteousness. Glory be to God. And when we come back to faith alone in the cross of Christ being that one righteous work God is pleased in, then our Opportunity by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now we can judge righteous judgment when we're looking at everything through the blood of Jesus onto the pages of God's righteous words, then we can walk in this path of righteousness led by His Spirit. It's been a great broadcast today. I'm glad you have joined us. Don't forget to pray for us. Don't forget to sow into this good ground that the Lord has blessed us all with. It helps us get seven expositor study Bibles every week into the prison system. It helps us to go on these mission trips that we go on into the these areas and God's people can come together and hear the preaching of the cross and every jot and tittle of God's word, every page, every line, every precept, hallelujah, points to Jesus and his redemptive planet Calvary. And I look forward to what God's going to do in the days ahead in all of our lives. So you can pray for us. You can sow into this ministry by donating at thecrosswaychurch.com or you can text the word GIVE to 903-231-5950.
And I do appreciate those of you who are supporting this ministry, the preaching, the teaching of God's Word in its righteous context, which is always the cross of Christ. God bless you. I love you. I'll see you soon. Until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. God bless you.